When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the Monday episode of the lovely Lori and Julia show here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Oh, I forgot to mention this, this whole Gillian Anderson conversation. Yeah. Somebody called and said, Ian Punnett went to high school with Gillian Anderson. Oh, is that in Chicago, right? yes. Did he? That's oh, my, oh my gosh. <laughs> so why does she consider herself English then? <laughs> well, she's lived there for a long time. I don't know. Who knows? It'd be like right. me considering myself Japanese because I lived in Japan for, you know, almost five years. I'm not. Some days I think you are. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, someone who was very busy this Super Bowl weekend in Atlanta was Miss Cardi B, who I love anytime she explains anything on Twitter or interviews. I just want Cardi B to just talk. I just love how direct and straight and... I, I just love She's her fresh. in my head to use Wendy Williams saying I, I we're friends with her in our head. Oh, I mean, big time. And TJ Holmes from GMA sat down with her. Oh, and did he blush? He was cracking up mm-hmm. and she was, uh, if you're at all online on, I think this might've been filmed on Saturday. She had on a lavender leather trench coat and she had her hair lavender and pink with ombre. a little blue ombre it was with so matching eyeshadow. eyeshadow. It was so amazing. It was fabulous. I wondered how long that took. Oh. Because it was really great. It was really, really great. Um, okay, let's play the first cut. Um, talking about, I think this is about her daughter. Cardi B seems to have been everywhere lately, but home. I feel like, I don't know, I did the parties when I was young. You are young. What are you talking about? When you were young, you still young. In my in, in 20, 21. You know, I'm 26 now. I work almost 24 hours. I'm a mom. <laughs> yeah, 26. Hey, listen. Life changed like that. <laughs> when you have the baby. Yeah. Her six-month-old daughter, Culture, she has with husband, rapper Offset, didn't join mommy's work trip to Atlanta. I'm sure you'd like to be with your child right now. How are you balancing that? Yes, it is hard. I just think to myself, like, it's like her future is going to be so secure. Like, oh, my gosh, she's going to have a Lambo when she's, like, 18. Ooh. <laughs> but right now, i got to be in my grind. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have more kids, so. You are going to have more kids? Yes. Right. How about that? And, you know, know, she's just so down to earth about it, you know, because she, I mean, I don't know how old she was when she started stripping, like, 18, I guess. But she probably packed a lot in. If anyone looks back at, like, 18 to 23 it's amazing um 
how much you pack into those oh five years gosh. as far as just like I told you they're like dog years you yeah. grow up too so and much and I like that she just said life changes just like that when you have a kid mm-hmm. I mean because sometimes and, and people she, don't change they have a kid and they still they pretend like I it hasn't changed he said when you have a kid I think she also meant when she became like a oh, star yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, that's Like she true. went from zero to 500. But they were talking about the kid thing, yeah. and she was acknowledging that. Like, hey, you know, that's... Yep. You're not going to be... Or, I mean, you can do that. hmm But at what cost? Because the right. next time that you're taking... Away, no, so she... Here she is talking about, of course, we got to talk about the marriage, got to talk about Offset. Um Here's the next one from She admits schedules put a strain on her marriage. But now, she says, they're trying to work things out. I think we're going to be all right. You know, you got to take it slow. How important is that to you, that that family unit stays together? When I was 13, my parents separated, right? So I always feel like it's it's important to have like a like two-parent household. A lot of people always telling me like, oh, you could date, you could find another man, blah, blah, blah. And it's like... <laughs> I can. I could find anybody I want. You don't know nowadays who want you for you. Sometimes I feel like people want me for Cardi B. Soon as I said I did a video that I'm I'm not with this guy anymore, I got all these male <laughs> celebs in my DMs like, yeah, let's go to dinner. I'm in L.A. You want to go to dinner with me, Cardi B? But famous dudes are DMing you about dates. Oh, yes, and it's okay. like, bro. Okay. It's just like I just feel like it's it's not as easy as people think. Like yeah. it's like find a man, you could do this, you could do that. It's like, honey. I just love I her. Know. I mean, she just gets right through all the whatever. And then play uh, the last one where he TJ Holmes from ABC asked Cardi B about would there because remember Rihanna was asked first. And then Cardi B was asked second to perform at the halftime show at the Super Bowl. No one wanted it. Okay. Under what circumstance would you have performed at the halftime show? They hired my friend back. And understand why was this like so important and was such an uproar. It means that much to you. He's standing up for minorities. And it's like, if we don't support who's standing up for us, then it's like, Who's going to support us? And they need to understand why he stand up for us. I mean, that's pretty well said because it's not just a matter of blank stating that they didn't want it. Mm -hmm. Rihanna turned it down because of her loyalty to Colin Kaepernick. Same with Cardi B. So I I thought even the way she explained that, you know, who's if you're not standing, I mean, was just she's I don't know. I just I really kind of have a crush on her. Well, she's infectious, Lori, and yeah. she is working her butt off 24-7, and she is, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to post this to Instagram, because really, it was so unbelievable, the makeup and hair. Yeah. It was so unbelievable, and that she's trying to make it work out with her guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which would be hard, but yeah. he, to- he told her he's got a new phone that doesn't include... Groupies. No more groupies. <laughs> her real name is Belcalis Martinis yeah. Almanzar. Ah. Very nice pronunciation, but she really is delightful, and she just is so fun. Yeah. She also, uh, you know, claps back at different people online. She clapped back at a Fox News commentator, Tommy Lauren, in January to leave her alone, or she'd dog walk her. And yesterday she told her, don't let me get my, don't make me get my leash. Because when you say you're, you know, just she, she's very... I don't know. I love her confidence. Exactly. That's it. That's it. She I love confident. her confidence. Yep. Um, 
I really her hair is her hair is great. It's amazing. All right, mm-hmm. I'm posting it right now. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it's so you amazing. Think, uh, did we ever really believe Travis Scott was going to stop in the middle of the halftime Super Bowl show and propose to Kylie Jenner? No, no, no. there ain't no time for that. Ain't nobody got time for no. that. No, he didn't. He he barely had a minute. My favorite was oh. when Big Boy came in in the Cadillac. I'm like, that's my grandpa's old Cadillac. Yeah, I, I recognize. I mean, that was an old one. Oh yes. That, that must big, have been 20 huge, feet long. At least. And that coat. I re- Oh, yeah. I, I, that, know. I don't know what it was. And I kept looking around the corner. We're like, Andre 3000. Yeah, we can save this happen. halftime show. Get a little hey ya. Nope. No. All, all we saw was an uh, Instagram video of, uh, of, of Kylie holding up her baby, watching her dad on stage. And the number one question in our house for the one minute of the Travis Scott song is, why does he have... Casey thought it was a tool belt. The younger people recognized it was a fanny belt or fanny pack. Fanny pack. They're everywhere, Lori. Yeah, I know. That's I love the fanny pack. Mm -hmm. Um, No, he was off key. Another one. How could you tell? How could you even tell? Because people who knew the song said it. I read that on Twitter. Okay, is that people who knew the song? I couldn't even tell what song it was. Yeah, Big Boy. When the way you make me move, I mean that one. We're like, oh yeah, that felt like energy for a second. But he was off the stage so fast, you know. It's like the NSYNC boys felt when Justin Timberlake invited him to the Grammys. Yeah, I know. I remember that they got Mm -hmm. like the thirty seconds. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. And Adam uh-huh. Levine is now he's getting crap about his his uh, haiku that he left on his Instagram today. He's, you oh, can't really? win. He's not going to win. And and you said it. You know, Cardi B turned it down. Rihanna turned it down. A lot of people that they wanted to have performed turned it down. Yeah. So yeah, maybe, that's what you got. That's what we you get. Got. What you get, and you don't throw a fit. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And, and people really did. You know, like just it. It is. I, I disagree. I bet people had fun, though, because there was Post Malone had concerts. I mean, there were a ton of concerts happening all, all over. Well, we had them here last year. Yeah. Oh, it was so much fun there here were, last there year. Was, it was so much fun. Pink played at the Armory and yeah. the outside down at Nicollet Mall. We saw, I mean, the suburbs and the Jayhawks. And it really is. The town is going crazy. And I think, too, that's why a lot of people were really, like, kind of, like, looking at um, the NFL and Adam Levine that halftime show because here they are in Hotlanta. Uh huh. I mean, you got a you got a deep, rich music thing there, well, but I maybe know, really missed the mark. I, I bet you, you anything. Know. Andre three thousand told Big Boy, uh, uh-uh, don't count me in. Mm. I'm friends with Kaepernick too. Mm. You know, I thought the, that uh, Megan McCain on the View had a good idea. She did for the NFL to uh, exercise, if you will, the elephant in the room with Colin Kaepernick taking a knee. To protest police brutality and police injustice with minorities. I mean, that's originally, you know, why he did it. And then he gets blacklisted, kicked, you know, the NFL, blah, blah, blah. But she said, why don't they like, why don't they have a round? Why don't, why aren't they talking about it? Why is everybody not talking about it? Yeah. You know, uh, I don't, I, I thought it was, you know, I don't know. I guess. I don't think the owners want that. And the owners have a lot of power. It's, but 70% of our football players are African-American. And yeah. they, 
you know, and it just seems to be something that is the elephant in the room. And I thought it was gone after last year, to be honest with you, because you, you didn't know. Yeah, no, you knew when the Super Bowl when Rihanna we knew said when she Rihanna said down. no, and so I thought, but you know, because um, ratings were up for the NFL this year, and you know, and changes have been made to the More NFL. Women are watching. Blah blah blah. But you're. I thought, Megan. Yeah, let's just sit down, everybody, and discuss it and get it out there, and, and have Colin Kaepernick on yep. that panel, and you know, it's have Roger like, Goodell on it, and have you know different. Because Roger leaders. Goodell had time to be in the NFL out, of course. You know. Oh, was, Lori, you're so funny. But I'm just saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? He doesn't want to be near that round table. Well, I mean, there's talk about out. Of touch. Well, he represents the owner, so I know. Somebody... But talk about being in a job too long. I we saw this happen with baseball too. You get someone who's a commissioner of a thing like that of over a bunch of billionaire owners. They like having someone that. Can, it just seems like you need some. It it shouldn't be like oh you're going to be the commissioner for twenty five thirty years. I don't know. Well, the owners can are the only ones that can fire him. Yeah. I know, and why yeah. would they be when he's such a, you know... Well, he works He's like them. a soft knuckle. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> you know, just a soft <laughs> knuckle. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, there's no bone. There's no bone he in no him. backbone. Yeah, no, yeah. he's just like, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. A little wussy. Oh, a little wussy, Donnie. A little Thank bit. you. Yeah. All right, listen, we come back. We got the Dirt Alert with Holly. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, what, what do you have for us today? Oh, well, we're going to wrap up our Super Bowl chat. At Did least you watch for any of it? Yeah, I had it on. Mm-hmm. One eye watching it. Yeah. It was just decidedly meh. Meh. My tacos were more exciting. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a sexual way. Wait, right. My literal chicken tacos that right. I had for dinner last night. So, yeah, it was pretty boring. And you know what, honestly? The best was the beginning. The, the best, oh, the America Gladys the Night. Beautiful and then Gladys oh, Knight yeah. singing the Star Spangled Banner. That was very touching. And unfortunately, the halftime show was a big meh, meh. which mm-hmm. is what was predicted. It wasn't that it was so bad, no. is that it was deadly dull. It was dull. There was no action. Mm-mm. No, there wasn't. There was no which red is, zone play, which, which, by the way, is yeah. inside the 20 yard line on either end. Oh, thank you. They, thank we you. only got in at once. Which made the game so boring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The most exciting part of the halftime show was when Big Boy rode up in his Cadillac. Cadillac like, yeah. yeah. And the whole point, or at that point, it was only 90 seconds of him. Anyways, yeah. we've dissected the halftime show. Yeah. Want to give you some of the ratings from last night's Super Bowl. They are at an 11-year low, down 5% from last year. Now, 98.2 million people Tuned in to watch last night's Super Bowl. 98. Mm-hmm. Wow. Not too shabby, right? There's very few events but, in the world oh, of television. Under 100 million, that means they might have to cut their ad prices next year. They probably will. So uh, last year, it had 103 million viewers. Uh, the smallest TV... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there. The Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Only audience for a Super Bowl since 2008. And again, small being relative. Even the post-game show, The World's Best, the new reality competition yeah. series, well, that got 22.2 million viewers, which is down the low end of post-Super Bowl shows over the past 20 years. Uh, about 18% smaller than This Is Us. That was on last year. 26 million people. And remember the that. Jimmy Kimmel show at the theater mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with the This Is Us folks? Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, you well, know, people turned away. They're yep. like, I'm going to go watch True Detective or well, Netflix it was such a boring something. game. And we're yeah. sick of the Patriots. Yeah, we I'm are. I'm sorry. It's we're boring sick of them. to have the same people win yeah. over and over, too. I mean, isn't it, though? Yeah. There was no tension in nope. the game. It wasn't exciting. It just was very over. It was just I mean, bloated. I guess on the other side of the sports coin, you could look at it as you'll never see a team this dominant again in your lifetime. How about that? We think. Yeah, but pretty I mean, it would be, unbelievable. It would be unbelievable to to repeat to repeat the dynasty that's happening. Right, you're yes, right. Very true. And Tom it's, Brady was at Disneyland today. Yeah, of Disney course he World. was. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Yes, World. that's kind of cool went. that he's 40 years old to 41 and still. Ugh. Oh yeah, I mean it, it is. It's, I, I mean, know. No, I know. Casey's in awe. Of that we're guy. all in awe of him. Yes, we're all in awe of Tom Brady's athleticism, the Patriots winning all of those Super Bowls. But at the same time, you can hold this, hold those two different points of view, being like, uh, you know, maybe we want to see somebody else. Yeah, play in this. All right. So there was your Super Bowl coverage okay. for this dirt alert. Uh, the Oscars luncheon. I'm now, looking at the pictures right now. Noon. Yes. So this happened today. Uh, and this, of course, celebrating all the people who are nominated for Academy Awards. And uh, Lady Gaga looks stunning. She has her best movie star look <gasps> going on. The white gown with the puff sleeves, the platinum blonde Veronica Lake hair. Very. Very. Also, uh, Rachel Weiss wearing pale pink. Lots of ruffles. So look for pale colors. Okay. Ruffles. Uh, I believe Regina King was also wearing a pale, pale pink. Pale pink. Oh, is that ever a pretty luncheon dress? Yeah. Oh, yes. Very, very. Satin sp- dress with floral. Yeah. Is this a big part? Of, this is campaigning where you're kind of campaigning each other. This is an annual lunch. No, I know yeah. that, but it's in the middle of Oscar voting. Right. So well, this is the everybody uh, shows up. Yes, everybody shows up because this is an official Academy sanctioned event. Uh, Glenn Close wearing again the pale, the pale purple mm-hmm. uh, pantsuit. There, this is an official sanction. So everybody gets together. They take a class photo. It's like getting together in your gymnasium, right? And then and the nominees that. are mm-hmm, the nominees are. And speaking of the nominees are, we're getting a little hint. At who's going to be presenting this year at the Academy Awards? Tina Fey will be Goldberg. Brie Larson announced today. Daniel Craig, Jennifer Lopez, Amandala Stenberg, Aquafina is going to be at the Oscars this year. Constance Wu, Tessa Thompson, Amy Poehler, and Maya Rudolph. Maybe they're going to be, of course, together together on stage. <sighs> Chris Evans, Charlize Theron. So they've all been announced as presenters at this year's Academy Awards. Again, no hosts this year. So mm-hmm. let's not pretend. Like there's going to be a host. It's going to be hostless February 24th. And Bradley Cooper said he's nervous about performing. Well, because they only get 90 seconds. 
to perform. I think the Academy is there. Missing. Uh, well, I, we heard from Cap Perkins that Adam um, Levine was nervous last night performing at the Super Bowl. He needed to get nervous six months ago or whenever Rihanna turned it down is when he needed to get nervous. So he would have turned it down and then he wouldn't have been in that position. Oh, for Just saying. Someone had to be there. <laughs> Somebody did. Yeah. Up with people is coming back. I'm, up, up with people. Julia, I want you to get out there. You didn't host I the don't. Oscars this year. I mm-hmm. don't. Bring them together. Start singing because, quite I frankly, know. if I had a voice, I'd be oh. <laughs> you'd be, what? You'd be a recording star. I would be. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, honestly, what kind of big performers? Sorry, you speak, doubt me. <laughs> you doubt. You doubt her. Mm. Well, what kind of performers do we have left for the Super Bowl halftime show? We have a ton of them. Wayne Newton we, could we come have out a ton, and do but it now because it's of er- like someone right. tweeted us. Kaepernick can never sit down with Roger Goodell or anybody because he's suing the NFL for collusion. We've got that's why it's the big elephant in the room. Collusion, as we all know, is a big strong word. (laughs) That is, and there's collusion. There's There's a couple of collusion things going on right now that are riveting the country, and this is. Yeah, this is one of them. So. Right. So, you know, we shall see what Super Bowl 54 looks like. Going to be in Miami next year. We have that to yeah. look forward to. But yeah, Bradley Cooper, he that, said he's nervous. Uh, well, I don't blame Oscars. him because he doesn't do that all the time. Oh, and, yeah. And think know? about the pressure the audience that is out there. I did notice at the Oscar luncheon, he's taken our advice and he's getting kind of Jackson he? Maine. Bradley Cooper, we told him to start looking like his character to get some votes. While it's prime voting season for the Oscars, there's only one week he's growing, he's growing the scruff for the Oscars. No, he is, Julia. I saw it. I already looked at the picture. He has to Jackson main it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no good humor man on the red carpet like Mm -hmm. he did for the Golden Globes Mm -hmm. and his white double-breasted suit. Yeah, yeah, he needs And then Chris Pine did it at the SAG Awards. Oh, that double-breasted. It's too tattoo. No stuff. It's two tattoo Fantasy Island. It's forever imprinted. It's Roger Moore's James Bond is what it reminds me of. Mm, you got to be a... That's d- when he was. Real, real tall. Two Colonel had, Sanders. Yeah, yeah, I agree, Donnie. <laughs> I just don't understand why he didn't wear socks. I'm talking about Chris Pine on the red carpet. That doesn't bug me. The loafers and the no socks. Either did. You know, at the SIG Awards, With Chris, that Darren tux- Chris didn't wear them either. But he had an embroidered silver jacket on and black yeah. pants. It felt a little more... Casual. What? Yes. Yeah. All right, fine. All right, Holly. We really <laughs> didn't hardly let you get to any dirt. No, we did get to okay, dirt. We, we did. T- no socks. The Super Bowl. Okay, Oscars. Fine. All oh, right, all good. good. Okay, good. Glad that you. Glad that you felt that we got to all your dirty dirt. Now, what's yes. happening out on the roads? Well, we got to start up in Clearwater, where. What in the world is that doing? <laughs> I put the wrong theme in. I don't know. I, like like that. I put the Sex in the City theme instead of the Sex mm-hmm. Monday theme in. I don't know what I was doing there. Sorry. I love listening to that. It made me think I'm watching a really fun TV show. I know it. Okay. So today, boys and girls, what are we going to learn? Pull up a chair. What are we going to learn? Well, oh dear. I was very I'm interested very... at this study <laughs> because as somebody who's committed all kinds of infidelity. Um, including this, what I'm going to tell you about, nearly 
We have nearly 30 million people. Okay, that's 20% of Americans are hiding what? Committing what? Financial infidelity. That's right. Uh, is, is that the topic, financial infidelity? and how It's it can, one of our topics today. It and how is it can this, kill a relationship. That is correct, Julia. And I've done them all. And I'll tell you, they all... <laughs> Do you think this one hurts the worst? No, this one hurt the least. Mm-hmm. Um, really? Yeah, it did. And um, But this is done... So here's here's the deal. One out of five people currently are married or have a live-in partner where they are committing financial, financial infidelity. Um, about five million people, such as myself, mm-hmm. used to commit financial infidelity, but no longer do. Because her best friend, Julia, came up with the wise words of wisdom. That's right. I have a problem. I, I need, need your help. <laughs> That's right. I had to actually I want to do a that. TED Talk on that. Because yeah. that diffuses everything. everything. So that was free. I know it. Okay. <laughs> um, millennials were more likely than any other age group to hide financial information from their partner. Now, I'm going to say, to be fair, I think sometimes you do hide. I had I had financial infidelity with my first husband. I was 27 years old. I did not tell him I had like a three thousand dollar visa credit card. I did not tell him until after we were married. And he did not tell me a couple things until after we were married. So right, right away, we're committing. I just think some of that is with there's embarrassment about it sure. or whatever. This The people who did this survey said, though, for millennials, one of the reasons why they said that they kept... Um, the money some, problem a secret is that... Anyone who witnesses divorce, so, you know, witnessing divorce can cause people ages 18 to 37 to try and squirrel away money in case things don't work out. I would say that could be the case, too. It wouldn't matter. I know a lot of women my age in their 40s were trying to squirrel away money. You should always have your own rainy day account. I remember hearing from a lot of people. Yeah. I did it, and I... Made I did it with fifty dollars at Twin City Federal, yeah. and got it back ten years later. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's a safety net that's just for millennials. That no, would be just my thing. I don't if think you so were, at all. If you were at any age when your parents are, uh, split up, and then there became financial insecurity, or you right. saw somebody, I mean, it will make you remember that. It was. I was nine, and I was always afraid of it. I mean, we were on food stamps. Yeah, for crying out loud. I mean, so we we had no money. I think insecurity about that it wouldn't matter like what, where you where are, you, what age group you're in, or but uh, what fifteen percent of older generations hit accounts from their partner. Twenty eight, almost thirty percent of millennials are financially dishonest. Wow. Okay. That's high. Um, also, they might be financially dishonest because they don't want to tell somebody. My parents they, are still paying my cell phone. Well, or <laughs> I don't. I don't want to tell you that, I'm eighty thousand dollars in debt for, for my philosophy oh, degree. Jeez, oh, you know yeah, what I mean. You, you got to be upfront about something like that. Well, I would be. That that's grounds for divorce. I'm just saying, yes, of course, that much. So anyway, regionally, Americans living in the South and the West are more likely to financially be cheaters than those living in the Northeast and Midwest. So the reason they, why do people do it? They're insecure about what they're earning. And then sometimes if they're overspenders, that's driving the infidelity. I know for me, that was my reason. I was 
wildly spending money I didn't have, which is why I had to commit financial infidelity, infidelity, which I don't do any longer, but I did have a problem. Of all my problems, I never had that one. Yeah. Well, I just, I don't know. I guess I just used some, I used, I used shopping and sex as a salve. Julia, what can I say? <laughs> it was a safety net. It was a, a bomb. It was my rose, Rosanna's bud or rosebud ointment. Were you in a, was this the bad relationship? Were you in a bad relationship? No. No. Oh, okay. no. She was married to my brother. Yeah. I mean, I've literally... Well, I met the first time. No, ever since I've known you, except for we stopped it on the show, you yeah. always had a spending. Frankly, darling, I'll worry about it tomorrow. This is too cute. <laughs> yes. It jumped off the rack and put itself on me. No, how could I, I not buy it? having daydreams. How could I yeah, not buy it? I saw myself walking through the airport in this outfit so many times yes. I had to yeah. have it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, what else do we know? Is Okay, then the the, the uh, research they want to know is is financial infidelity as bad as physical infidelity and in And people thought it was worse. Well, more than half, 55%, believe that financial infidelity is just as bad as physically cheating. And that's including the 20% who believe financial cheating is worse. But despite this, most people don't view it as a deal breaker. Hmm. Um, over 80% said I wouldn't they it. would be upset, yeah. but they would not end the relationship. No, unless over it's, the we're talking a hundred thousand, something so ginormous that you're never going to get out of debt and you'd be, that would really just upset me. Cause that's, that's flat out. Yeah. Two Forgetting percent. to tell me you have a child with someone else. Yeah, I mean, seriously. Exactly. Cause that's how Keeping much it's going to cost us to get out of it. Only 2% of those asked would end a relationship if they discovered their spouse or partner was, was hiding $5,000 or more in credit card debt. So the ceiling is anything over five is too big. Is, and Yeah. You okay, know, that and you, it just depends on where you are. What's your money? What you're earning? What and you're all earning? Because your low would be different. Everyone's will be different. It'd yeah. be relative. Well, they used they they had different increments that people right. could check, and um, and that number of five thousand is the highest among people who make thirty to forty nine ninety, you know, to fifty thousand yeah, dollars. So, um. 10% of those people would break it off. Yeah. Right. So, okay. And then 15% said they wouldn't care at all. Studies have shown, though, that money troubles is the leading cause of stress in a relationship. And that's why, more than anything, it's the erosion of trust, not just the economic impact yeah. of it. All but, right. Um, so, anyway, just know, have the financial conversation. It's important. It is. Mm-hmm. I know somebody else who got married. And, um, and she told me this, you know, like years later, but she had like $8,000 or $9,000 in student loans and Mm -hmm. she didn't tell her husband. Her idea was she was just going to continue to pay them off. Right. When she did the change of address and they're living in their house together and then he's, he made, he was like, what do you owe? How how are you still paying that? And she had to tell him and they, they're still together and stuff, but Mm -hmm. he was just like so furious that she didn't tell him ahead of time. Right. And she well, said, she was, I was so ashamed. It was taking me so long well, because to pay it, it off because I was paying Remember our minimums. payments like $21 yeah. a month back then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, now how about this one? All right. 
Men who live on a busy street are more likely to struggle to get an erection because the toxic fumes <laughs> cut off blood supply. And the noise. The noise, the, ambulances, the pollution. Oh the cops, the ambulances, uh, everything going by. They did a test on uh, How lab can you rats. sleep well if you are on a busy street? I would agree. And you've got the windows tough, yeah. open, the yeah. toxic fumes uh, right. puts people, men at risk of erectile dysfunction. I am relieved. I know. I live on a quiet street. Yeah, they no, get tired quicker stressful. during sex, and it's, uh, there's an array of evidence showing uh, polluted air, fertility, erectile dysfunction that they're connected. Wow. Of course, they're studying this in China where noise and air and traffic pollution is enormous in some of these cities. Exactly. So, anyway. Well, they won't share the real results anyway. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They don't have sex over there. Honest to God. Mm -hmm. That's not true, Julie. But anyway, it was, of course, over over the over 40s. But I totally believe that. I mean, think of it. If you... are wanting to have sex and there's all this noise in the other room or you're doing mm-hmm. it quick because your kids are coming by or yeah. you hear an ambulance come by. Come on. Let's get some good news for sex, okay? This I is Georgia some. State University. Okay. Regular, regular good sex can lower blood pressure as successfully as medication. Medication. That's right, Julia. It's fantastic. Hallelujah. Scientists found people's uh, volunteers' readings fell by up to 13% the day after having what they would qualify as good sex, which I guess is you have an orgasm. Mm-hmm. You reach the top of the mountain and come back down the other mm-hmm. side. Yep, yep. The more pleasurable the orgasm, the lower the blood pressure. Yes. So if you've got somebody who's trying to say that they're too tired or whatever, you can say it's good for our blood pressure or whatever. But It's good for our health. Yeah, it's the oxytocin, mm-hmm. the cuddle hormone. So taking a water pill, diuretic, right. is, you know. What does that mean? Well, it's just a, it's a common treatment for high blood pressure. Oh, I didn't that's know correct. that. Yeah. yeah, that's what they are, the diuretic. That's basically what it is. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That. that a water pill is what you take for high blood pressure? Basically. Wow. You don't want anything building up, Julia. Well, anyway, oxytocin reduces the stress and they're finding more and more research so that that could be a way of if you are sick of your blood pressure medication and you've got a partner who's willing, ready and able, trying to have some good sex. Yes, there you go. Okay. Way to end it on that. On a high note. note. On an up (laughs) note. There you go. All right, listen, when we come back, we got uh, some of other headlines of the day. I didn't really have a favorite headline today, today, except for, um, I didn't really have one. I just kind of forgot about it. I just forgot. I love Cardi B. We love Cardi B. That's That's, There it is. Uh, By the way, Demi Lovato quit Twitter uh, after some backlash, and um, she found some humor in some memes about this rapper who's going to get deported by the name of 21 Savage. Yep. Anyway, she deactivated it um, after she was criticized for tweeting. So far, 21 Savage memes have been my favorite part of the Super Bowl. And um, and then she got a ton of hate. Yeah, she did. Because, you know, it's not very... Sometimes people and their 
Twitter account, their phones need to be separated because sometimes, a lot of times, because, you know, he's getting deported, he's got kids or, what, you know, whatever. She obviously didn't know She didn't any, know the story. She didn't know And the, then you get raked over the coals. Yes. yes. And she's very insensitive she, on her part. Very right? insensitive when she asked everyone for insensitivity. Then she started reading her comments and then she got mad. She's done this before because um, she's only in her 20s. And that's why I wish. Adam Levine, he's in Malibu meditating with Bahati and the babies. All of his friends said, dude, don't look at your Insta. Don't look at um, Twitter. Don't read the comments. Mm-hmm. People are mean. It's really? Fun to, it's fun to be mean sometimes. And when it's when it's when it's not due, when it's due. You know, it when was do him. Yeah, it You're was so funny. It's yeah. fun to be mean when it's due. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I, that's why I just don't, I don't dig that Twitter stuff. Yeah, so she just, answered, you know, she got involved in it and then she just didn't like it. So she just, like any, like, like any solid person throwing a hissy I'm fit. I'm done. I'm quitting. Yeah. I'm done. It's over. She'll Never back, touching though. it again. She'll be back, yeah. of course. Rami Malek has changed his Oscar direction, and now he's talking. He's going from I didn't know anything about Brian Singer allegations right. to my situation was not pleasant. So somebody, somebody said, a you PR need to, person, you need said, to start acknowledging the elephant in the room because the guy that directed Bohemian Rhapsody only quit two weeks before the movie was uh, finished. Yeah, so he needs to say something about it because he was directed by the dude. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So anyway, he's now he's saying his heart goes out to anyone. And I do believe that he's very sincere about that. I always found it to be strange when he said he didn't know anything about Brian Singer. When one of the things was that he was shocked at his unprofessionalism on the set. But maybe he was being advised by the studio and a publicist. Not to say anything, mm-hmm. you know, because of legal. Let, let the movie speak for itself. Let the movie speak yeah. for itself. So well, anyway. Well, Brian Singer is going to make $40 million off of Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody. Yeah. And anyway, he said, it, in my situation with Brian, it was not pleasant. Not not at all. And that's all I can say. But it had been, as soon as he joined the movie, like two weeks later, Brian Singer was gone. And all of the... Um, entertainment outlets like entertainment tonight and other mm-hmm. reputable people were saying Rami Malek couldn't believe what an unprofessional dink Brian Singer was on the set the way mm-hmm. he talked to people mm-hmm. the way he bossed you know here Rami Malek is stepping you know into like you you want you'd think the director would want to have a good thing with the guy who's Absolutely. the star of the, it's the crazy movie. We heard kinda, that about Singer before, hadn't we? Long, as long, with? yeah, like yeah. ever. Apparently, he really became with the success of like one of his first movies. I don't know if it was his first. The Usual Suspects. Well, that goes back away. That goes way back away. Yeah. That that's where he's the big headed. You know, because that movie. Remember that just. Like that, that won everything. everything. Yeah. It did win everything. Uh, a Sojer Kaiser. Sozer. Oh, so, yeah. I can never can remember. I know. Kaiser Socha. Kaiser Socha. Something like that. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, Kevin Spacey's character. Kevin Spacey. Yeah. What does movie. that even mean? That's in the, uh, uh, the That's usual the suspects. His the character. character. Oh, I couldn't remember that. Mm-hmm. And he was so good in that. So good. Okay. How about this sweet story? So while... Meghan Markle was writing positive notes to people who were trying to get out of prostitution on bananas. Prince Harry cleared a room. You can't make that up. (laughs) You cannot make that up. You cannot make that up. 
this is why Megan got to talk about you can't just impromptu do things yeah. like that. Mm-mm. But Prince Harry cleared a room so he could comfort a boy who lost a parent during a visit to the British or to Bristol's Empire Fighting Chance. He asked everyone to leave the room so he could privately comfort a 12 year old boy who got emotional while talking about his father's death seven years ago. He spent 10 minutes talking to Iston about coming to terms and told him the same thing happened to me and he had everyone clear the room. I think that's just sweet. Isn't that? It was at a boxing place where he said, and I turned to boxing to deal with my emotions. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's kids like learning. Yeah, yeah. yeah, But how... Very sweet, Lori. Very. He's a very sweet prince. Oh, he's going to be such a great dad. Oh, they'll be cute. He'll be so cute. I mean, he's been the funkle in the royal family. The fun uncle. uncle, He's going to be just like an amazing dad. dad. Yeah. He really is. And then uh, if you want to um, take a look at Adam Levine's Super Bowl, the final outfit that he had before he disrobed and we got to see all of his cheesy con man tattoos, um, we posted the all the furniture that looked like his tank. I know, there was pillows, pillows, drapes. drapes. I, <laughs> I think I have a pillow that kind of has part of that, upholstery. <laughs> and the guy who did design the tank used to be a furniture designer. Well, there you go. Yeah, friend of Bahati's. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> anyway, we post we posted oh, I'm sure. that. And the Bachelor's on tonight. The passage yeah. is on tonight. I am the night. I am the night is on tonight, yeah. and it's gonna yeah. drive safe people. Oh, I know. Is it a skating rink out there, Donnie, or is it? Kind I'm of, not sure if it's gotten any better or not. So just drive slow. Everyone's in such a hurry. I was driving somewhere today, and somebody was just riding Same. my butt, and I just had I pulled over to yeah, let idiots fast track Magoo go by because yeah. I didn't feel like getting rear-ended. I love it. Fast <laughs> track Magoo. Magoo. <laughs> I'm gonna have to use that sometime. <laughs> fast track Magoo. Hey, mm-hmm. fast track Magoo. Get out of the. Way. Get off! Of uh, my the usual property. suspects was the movie that put Brian Singer. <laughs> That's on the what back. I thought. 1995. Yeah. Oh, so that long ago. That long All right. ago. All right. Have a great night, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.